This is the EPLOG audio experience. What may be categorized as appropriate versus inappropriate behavior at work? When should organizations think about posh or prevention of sexual harassment policies at the workplace? How should people managers deal with such behavior and with layoffs? Hello and welcome to our special People and HR series. Our guest today, a powerful woman who dons multiple hats as an educator, trainer, collaborations and communication expert among many others. Let's welcome Ms. Jahanara Pathan, founder of the Jetfication. a corporate training and consultancy services organization and one that has worked with clients like Mahindra Britannia Max Insurance Flipkart and L&T to name a few now jahanara is also the co-host of linkedin local pune one of which i had the chance to visit and really meet her and has worked across diverse industries within the hr space including being the head of branding at pune college in the past she's also pursuing her phd and today we sit down with her discussing important less talked about sensitive yet relevant topics thank you for being on the show janara Hey Ashika thank you so much for that power packed introduction one of the core aspects when we talk about training is posh the prevention of sexual harassment policy something that has become popular in the last mm-hmm. couple of years yet not all organizations may know of it and right. also know that at what stage is it that an organization should embrace it or think about it So could we talk about posh what is it Oh definitely though i am uh, not an expert into posh however i would want uh, my listeners to know that yes there is a lot to know about posh posh is not just prevention however it is prohibition and redressal also of women and other genders sexual harassment at workplace now when we talk about it's just about initially in 2013 yes when this posh act was into picture it was only and only for sexual harassment of women at workplace right okay so anything and everything doing with the sexual harassment of women at workplace now as the times have evolved and uh there has been a few cases that have been you know literally been misusing some people were misusing this act for their own reasons so this law has now some flexibility which is going to address for sexual harassment of whoever the gender be be it a male female whomsoever even uh, you know the lgbtq are inclusive of you know or take help of this posh act so when when initially this was launched what what all is included under you know sexual harassment uh, be it physical contact sexual advances be it a demand or request for sexual favors you know uh, showing pornography or any such thing may maybe sexually colored remarks also right those kind of all these things are included into sexual harassment and even for that matter uh, there is something called as you know implied or 
explicit promise of you know special treatment in employment shield treatment right that is also a part and parcel of posh right and all this is not known to people and because people are not aware employees are not aware that what all is included under the sexual harassment that is where they are not even able to term it or claim it as sexual harassment and because they are not able to claim it so definitely there will be no claiming no redressal no mechanism at all it all goes under the carpet right and for this reason itself building awareness is a primary uh, or rather the basic of posh you know if you want to provide you as an employer want to provide a safe working environment for your employee be it women be it men whoever then you as an employer you have to have posh compliance you need to start generating awareness amongst all your employees whomsoever walks into your office into your workplace needs to feel safe at work so when we're talking about uh, posh jahanara there are so there are two sets of people that we are considering particularly as we talk today uh, on our discussion one is the team members or the employee and the other is the employer now right. uh, while we have addressed that there needs to be a sense and an awareness about mm-hmm. uh, what constitutes as inappropriate or sexual behavior mm-hmm. uh, for an employee or a team member let's look at it from an employer's perspective when should mm-hmm. an employer or an organization or people managers building now we have multiple startups coming up we have multiple right. small medium organizations what stage should mm-hmm. an employer or an organization start thinking about posh here every employer should start thinking about posh compliance right from the day you become one plus many huh? you know right from the day you are you are no more a one person company you are more than one person you are a team the moment you become a team you the moment you are more than a person in that entire team yes the posh has to be complied upon and it has to be under the general regulations and rules by the government at least twice a year right at least twice a year these kind of awareness programs on posh has to be mandatorily be deployed conducted organized by the employer by the organizations at the end of the day they should feel safe and when they are safe see it's really very psychological you know when you feel safe in a particular environment you definitely will focus at your work and when you are focusing at your work definitely your productivity productivity is going to go high as simple as that this is this is an interesting point and you talk about when you talk about safety jahanara mm-hmm. a large number of organizations today are also remote yeah there are hybrid workplaces there are remote True. workplaces how does you know how does one integrate posh into their organization at this stage see we are literally into a hyper digital world right now hmm. and this this deep diving into hyper digital world is now being excruciatingly harassing and spreading hate online hmm. if organizations are serious about supporting the staff whoever they identify it as 
women, non-binary, whatsoever. It's high time now to have their backs in the face of the online attacks. To create an environment where employees feel safe, supported, and supported enough so that they can report it, any kind of untoward situation that can happen, you know. And if there is any kind of an abuse online happening, the leadership here needs to let the staff know that they take every kind of such issue seriously. And they expect managers as well as the colleagues to do the same. If, if at all, you can, you know, uh, have some survey mechanisms, bring hmm. uh, the staff mechanism uh, every other quarterly for that matter or monthly as right. you all have. We all have monthly reviews. Likewise, why can't we have surveying our staff every month right. and let know anonymously so that, you know, they become really confident to open up. Let it be anonymous and check out the degree of what, who and how much are they facing this kind of, um, you know, online abuse, you know, arm them with knowledge. So again, even if it is an online situation here, arm them with knowledge that this is all this also comprises into sexual harassment or this does not comprise in sexual harassment likewise let them know what are the concrete steps that they need to take so that they can they as an organization as an employer can protect their own brand values because at the end of the day you know how it is it's so easy on on, on in this online world you know to just scar any any organization's image like that so again for this reason also organizations got to buckle up make some good digital security strategies in place get the it team on board help your people out with whatever way so that they feel safe they feel empowered this is a great point uh, you bring up jahanara and uh, let's decode safety when yeah. we talk about safety we talk about mm -hmm. safety in the workplace. Now, this mm -hmm. is this is a very broad term, so to say. Mm -hmm. uh, feeling safe and unsafe is something that is felt, and that cannot right. be, uh, you know, objectively termed as, you know, X Y Z safe and X Y Z unsafe. It's a feeling, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. it's a feeling. Uh, mm -hmm. And now I'm talking from an employee's perspective. When mm -hmm. employees are in a workplace environment, whether remote, hybrid or physical, mm. what, um, you know, there is there is that threshold between feeling hesitant that maybe I am a new team member and maybe I mm. need to cope up and buckle up mm. versus mm. constantly feeling that maybe this is not safe. How do you, you know, sort of draw that line and figure out that this may be safe and this may not be safe? Uh, we women are blessed with something called as uh, sixth sense, which men uh, unfortunately don't have. We women can sense how or, you know, we, we call it in Hindi, niyat, hmm. you know. Hmm. Uh, so how is this other gender person actually feeling or thinking about us? Hmm. The moment, you know, you get those vibes, you know. Yeah that makes you feel insecure your gut starts telling you there's something wrong hmm. literally i literally uh, have been into uh, rather this this was an experience uh, that my ex-colleague shared with me i do not want to name anybody here however uh, what she said is uh, during this 
post covid scenario when offices were slowly slowly opening mm-hmm. uh, for work from office the entire team was given an entire liberty to work from home while she alone was asked to come and report to office daily mm-hmm. she initially felt that yeah because her job demands it because she was into marketing so she was thinking no it's a marketing job i got to you know interact with my teammates and stuff like that so she took it easily initially later on she felt that why is my team other members not being called upon to work from office hmm. she was given a few reasons that was not sufficient for her and finally she you know she one day she called me up and she was like yeah i don't know why but my boss wants only me to report at work and i was like uh, have you ever felt something unsafe at while you were there working at your workplace she said no not such not at all i mean physically i was feeling safe there was nothing wrong with it then i was like then what's wrong so she said then why why is this kind of a un or rather preferential kind of a treatment for only me and others whatsoever mm. so even this is a harassment not sexual however right everybody there were all coders and 99.9% that she said were men mm. so definitely she felt left out she felt slowly and slowly she her employee engagement got a downward uh, approach and definitely yeah, her productivity affected and that gave bad performance bad appraisals and eventually she had to you know quit that job so at the end of the day it is like death of a good performer hmm. i would say because of some kind of preferential treatment over somebody so it was an implied one of course so awareness matters and um, again another and this i don't know how coincidentally one one of my ex students called me up last night literally at 10:30 and she was sobbing like anything I was like what happened like ma'am i, I have something to share what happened here she's like uh, ma'am i i did not tell anybody but then this is what i want to open up with you i said what happened tell me i you know i used to work in so and so company a little while ago and uh, this guy uh, my boss he used to say you know what i have created this entire position only for you hmm. so he started with that you know he sh- started showing favors and then slowly and slowly she was like okay sir thank you so much you did a favor to me and all he is like no 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 that won't be it you know you have to give me a party and all of that and we take that so lightly you know initially right, right. oh fine yeah boss is asking for a party i'm doing good of course party to banti hai that kind of thing however now he is like he, oh the food that you get into difference who cooks that Oh, I cook it. Oh, wow! Ji chahta hai tumhare ungliyan bhi khalu. That started, and she was like, "What? Excuse me? So what? What was it? No, no, I'm so sorry. I, I just, you know, uh, uh, lost control over my words. But no, that's so damn tasty. Why don't you call me over at your home sometime for dinner or something? She's like, "Okay, sir, you can come, of course, anytime, anytime, anytime." And then. he started off you know like slowly slowly things got worse for her she said some four months down the line she had to leave her job hmm without her last payments done can you imagine her her salaries were stopped 
because th- it was a small company she couldn't even do anything and everybody whomever uh, she was speaking to especially she spoke to a few people she said earlier mm. and they were like nahi nahi that's okay nahi nahi company hai choti si company hai don't make any kind of hassles here badnami hogi you know mm-hmm. how people say सोसाइटी में रहना है तुम्हें एंड ऑल ऑफ दैट स्टफ लोग क्या कहेंगे exactly so literally every company has got this posh act and every company has to abide by the this law because this is a a hygiene you know and uh, there has to be an internal committee also who takes care of the redressal right and because she mentioned that this was a very small company i doubt if there was any kind of internal community committee or or any kind of posh uh, people committee members who were taking care of it so yeah what she can do is she can of course seek a lawyer here because legally she can directly go ahead and she can sue this person in the in the court of law you know um jahanara when we are talking about posh there are typically three elements there's gender equality in the workplace there's gender specific yeah. violence and there's inappropriate sexually colored behavior now mm-hmm. while the first two are fairly talked about what's inappropriate sexually colored behavior right so yashika here sexually colored remarks are like you know oh wow jahan you're looking so gorgeous today you know uh, even saying that is a sexually colored remark oh that lipstick that that looks so beautiful on you hmm you know so these are again why because you are a woman and woman is wearing that lipstick so sexually colored remarks the the way you are somebody would say well that's a compliment yeah but the way you deliver that compliment matters hmm so you're like oh that lipstick looks beautiful on you mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know the tone itself you you get to know no it's something wrong that's not just a compliment true you know i yeah. i hear that there are multiple elements that are read between the lines and therefore parts of it may be subjective mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. does one you know draw that line between <laughs> subjectivity and objectivity here oh yeah <laughs> so uh, this is again a huge question because both the parties have to be heard here right and uh, it's just like any other court case that is heard of right so both the parties involved are heard equally they are treated uh, they are given a fair chance to defend their own case and that's how however the inclination of the law is towards women hmm in this posh act right so that's where you know uh, there has been a few cases i told you there have been a misuse of being a woman Correct. there also yes so yeah that's where this uh, new definition to it is that yes it is a sexual harassment for no matter what gender right yeah. you know now that we're talking about this let's jump back to the employer or the people managers perspective mm-hmm. how should people managers or leaders work mm-hmm. around setting up policies and training you mm-hmm. know against sexual harassment you know scenarios 
cool so um the first and foremost is that you know uh, uh, companies especially the organizations they got to ensure that they are getting their organization posh compliant hmm. now uh, there are many consultants available in the market you know they they get you that posh excuse me posh uh, compliant there there are certifications involved you got to as an uh, organization as an hr leader as a people leader you got to formulate a posh policy hmm. which is in integration with your company policies right and treating sexual harassment as a misconduct hmm. you know that that is important then you need to form uh, an internal committee uh, there are some again do's and don'ts for it you got to abide by the same arrange awareness sessions also for mm. employees and the internal committee both because right. employees need to know what it is internal committee needs to know how to handle it right both the ways provide assistance for completion of the entire inquiry whatsoever redressal it may be so that annual report is going to help disclose how well the organization is doing mm-hmm. uh, on the posh front there's just one aspect that you know i'd love to address particularly mm-hmm. because posh would be applicable everywhere uh, mm-hmm. when we talk about making it effective and valuable across different demographics especially when some people may not be as aware may not be mm-hmm. uh, as open to taking education or training uh, mm-hmm. so on and so forth coming from different backgrounds socio economic mm-hmm. backgrounds how mm-hmm. is it that one can safeguard them when we are trying to talk about prevention of sexual harassment in terms of for anybody and everybody the entire workplace got to be speaking up for posh right. you know so it could be a vendor it could be an intern it could be a trainee it could be um, an apprentice anybody who is walking into your workplace mm-hmm. not necessarily being your employee has to be feeling safe so, so i mean to ask uh, jahanara for example ah. a daily wage worker they may okay. not know what it is to what constitute as appropriate versus inappropriate behavior and how is it that they must address it how does one help them again um, awareness sessions for them as well in their local language nice that matters and another interesting aspect that is again less talked about is layoffs you know again an elephant in the room for employers and so much happening right now with twitter and mm. all of that going on uh let's talk about layoffs how can and how should layoffs be handled effectively by people managers yeah um so today layoffs have become company's default response to any challenge that is being created by either advance in technology or or global competition hmm. you know and yet the research has shown that job cuts rarely help companies attain their goals hmm. too often what happens is that yes their short term goals are met however the senior leaders fail to achieve their larger organizational goals because of these kind of uh manpower cuts right we as an organization would name it as you know this is a cost saving hmm. you know uh, in the light of you know the burning inflation and uh, the hike in labor costs and all of that however that is being 
not going to help at all because it is going to overshadow by bad publicity um by loss of knowledge higher voluntary turnover also forget about layoffs now people are getting so insecure that they don't know when is going to be their next uh, turn you know yeah. when when is going to be their turn right so who's going to be the next you know so that is also going to affect a lot on their productivity if you see the kind of innovation that used to happen because they used to feel safe mentally when i'm talking about safe here is about the jobs right. you know yeah. so their their uh, employment is not safe at all they don't know if tomorrow they are going to come back to work or no so definitely their brains are not into getting into innovation that is more into oh my god am i in or out hmm. what is it and this entirely as a whole is going to hurt profits in the long run for organizations now there is always a changing workforce need right and yes there are very sparing uh, what i would say sparing talented pool of staff available so why do you want to hurt them already right. they are trained they are already settled in the in their spaces they are innovative they are they are delivering amazing results why do you want to cut them off hmm. yeah and when you are actually going to get into those kind of staff reductions who is going to fill in that void are you thinking of that hmm. do you have any strategy in place if no then the answer is that it is a total disaster hmm. um how do you handle layoffs well um this this actually is going to be a huge transition when we are talking about layoffs it is a, a psychological and emotional event right when you are letting people go hmm. of course for the one who is going hmm. for them it is like a total transition of employment uh, usually people either with lowest experience or the highest experience right i repeat either with lowest experience or the highest experience are being laid off right um, for the reasons that yes if if you are uh, having the lowest of experience you are easily replaceable replaceable while the others who are uh, having the highest experience probably these are the people whom you are ending up into a lot of costs hmm. because of the salary hmm. right hmm. the ctc and that is hurting your profits and that's why you want them to let go uh, when we are talking about in in both the integration of posh and layoffs hmm. there it was all about your uh, physical safety more right. here it is more of your employment safety absolutely so when you are not at peace at your work how are you going to deliver hmm. uh you can cut the salaries for some time yeah. do that instead of just letting them go hmm. cut the salaries which happened uh, during pandemic many companies many organizations took a pay cut, cut yes. the, yeah they took that pay cut and that was okay people understood because they still had the jobs hmm. however layoffs now uh, i i see that has become a trend there has to be some kind of uh, employment security so when should it, when should uh, jahan or when should layoffs be considered and when should they be avoided okay uh, the first question when should layoffs be considered suppose i have a startup i have been into my startup say 6 uh, 7 years down the line i made really exponential growth something bad happened and the entire company hurt like anything financially hmm. 
now i have nothing to do than shut down on my startup when mm. i'm in a total shutdown a total closure yes then a layoff can be considered and that is the only option rather right uh layoffs when they shouldn't be considered is like pandemic timing yes it was a temporary phase everybody knew it it is going to be a temporary phase however it was terribly affecting companies the the profits were hurting like anything forget about profits there was not even uh, <laughs> i mean they couldn't even survive there was like oh, probably tomorrow i got to shut down hmm. right but did you shut down no now when post pandemic the markets are you know literally picking up the entire growth people are making good business all around now is the time that layoffs are being rampant hmm. and that is something of a huge concern case by case there is a different uh, strategy that needs to be taken care of however layoffs can be avoided layoffs can be avoided take a poll for that matter in terms of uh, your own employees ask them if they are ready to take pay cuts hmm. heavier pay cuts rather and tell them that yes this is a phase if they do trust you they will or they might go ahead for it and if they do not want to they might leave they might leave happily right however laying them off is actually you whom you were interested by those people right and all of a sudden you are saying okay 1800 people laid off no other company whoever probably even your investors will no more trust you hmm you as your your brand value is going to plunge your market value is going to hurt everything is at stake and yes you will not get those loyal employees back you know talking That's about it. loyalty and uh, you know we we are talking about such uh, nuanced aspect safety loyalty what are the two ways uh, jahanara to increase team effectiveness to increase team effectiveness the first and foremost is all about employee engagement when you let your people grow hmm. they are going to trust you as a team they are going to help you in your bad times right if you let them grow if you trust your people it all goes hand in hand the moment you trust people they are going to trust you back right the moment you help them grow they are going to help you back right and that's where uh, the team effectiveness the team bonding is going to be really really tight strong when they meet when they play when they have fun games you know there's all these outbound trainings and all that help a lot that shows that yes the company is existing they trust you you are there your job is safe your team is great talking of which well, tell us what achievement means to you janara ah achievement <laughs> there are so many things that i would say uh, well at the end of the day when i do something when i'm asked to do something and i feel good at the end of delivering it that is an achievement for me i need to feel good about it beautiful yeah. beautiful thank you so much thanks for um, really addressing sensitive yet relevant uh, issues uh, jahanara with so much uh, eloquence thanks uh, so much for being on the show so happy to have you all my pleasure thank you so much yashika to have me here thanks for tuning in feel free to share your thoughts and feedback in the comment section do rate us on apple podcasts if you like the episode subscribe or hit follow voice of achievers on apple podcasts 
गूगल पॉडकास्ट हब हॉपर स्पॉटिफाई जियो सावन गाना और वेर एवर यू गेट योर पॉडकास्ट फ्रॉम सेंड अस एन ई मेल ऑन एडिटर एट वॉइस ऑफ अचीवर्स डॉट कॉम और फाइंड अस ऑन वॉइस ऑफ अचीवर्स डॉट कॉम टू शेयर गेस्ट सजेशंस और टॉपिक्स दैट यूड लाइक अस टू कवर डोंट फर्गेट टू ट्यून इन नेक्स्ट वीक अगेन वॉइस ऑफ अचीवर्स ऑन ई पी लॉग मीडिया